right, guys. Who's got the aux cord next? Okay, okay. Listen, hear me out. I know you guys are going to say no, but Weezer just came out with a new album, and I think you're all going to love it. It's called Van Weezer. It's so good. No, Van Weezer. More like Van Cheezer. Aaron, you know we should be listening to AJR. Come on. We are not listening to Alvin and the Jipmunks. Come on, guys. We're listening to Olivia Rodrigo's new album. Guys, no. Aren't we on air right now? Oh, yes, we are. You know what that means. Wait, guys, who said that? Welcome back to an all new episode of Team Code Red on air, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything without adult supervision. Um, as usual, I'm still Leaf. That hasn't changed yet. Can't say the same for everyone else. But today is a extra special episode for a multitude of reasons. And the first of that is that we are not alone today. Somebody actually hijacked our musical road trip. And so we've adopted them to join us for the ride. So before we get into that, we're just going to do the usual intro. Um, if, you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen one of our videos before, then we're just going to go through the list so you can meet all of us today because there's usually not mon- not this many of us here. So, as I mentioned, I am Leaf, but my codename is Mixed Code Red. And today I'm joined by Arma, whose real name is Ren, Incarone, whose real name is Ryan, Mrs. Code Beans, whose real name is Jillian, Spooky Bro, also known as Connor, TBD, which is not an acronym, also known as Brody, and Tandrin, also known as Aaron. Except that's not all, because I could never forget Agent Lily, also known as Faith. Hey. So, what's special about today's topic? Not much. We're, we're just talking about music, but the thing is, none of us actually make music. We all do visual art, dramatic art, but none of us really dabble in actual music making. But we do know two very extremely talented composers, one of which is actually here with us today. But before we introduce them, the other one I would just like to shout out is Elijah Bredner, also known as Millennium on Spotify, which will be linked in the description. He is the wonderful man who composed that intro song you heard like less than a minute ago. He made us from the kindness of his heart, and we are so grateful because it is a bop. So you should check out his music. But as I mentioned, there's someone else here with us who has even... Okay, I'm not going to say more um, incredible music because I might get in trouble. But in studying music, the one, the only, Sean Getty, who I will hand the mic over to. Yes. Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? We're doing good, Sean. How are you? Doing just swell. Wonderful. You can go ahead and tell our viewers what you do, anything about your music, anything you think they should know. Okay, so hey guys, um, my name is Sean Getty, also known as Just Getty. Um, I am a musician, and also I have a TikTok, and I post uh, just silly videos, and I do a lot on Instagram Reels, too, so yeah. Mm -hmm. That is that is very true. <laughs> not sure, not sure how how deep to delve in this intro. As deep as you would like, because you have some pretty pretty good numbers with your name. You want me to number drop a little bit? If you want to flex? Go <laughs> for it. Go for it, Sean. Flex. <laughs> okay, okay. So I have about one hundred thirty-seven thousand followers on TikTok. I have just about forty-five thousand followers on Instagram. And I'm sitting at a pretty steady, uh, like, 4,500 monthly listeners on Spotify right now with my music. 
And with that number, if you're listening right now, I hope that number goes up soon. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, it better. Sean's music is incredible. Sean, you can tell us like what kind of music you make if you want. Okay, so I mainly make, I guess I would classify it as kind of like indie dance or kind of like bedroom pop. I am tr- I'm thinking I might have to coin the term bedroom bop. You know what Whoa. I'm saying? That is yeah. Trademark it. <laughs> Cuz it's all all made just um in my bedroom, actually on my phone. And it's all just dancey t- dancey tunes. So I feel like bedroom bop is a nice description. Absolutely. I'd say it's accurate. I don't think anyone would disagree. Nope. No. No. I'm always bobbing my head. So <laughs> it's it seemed only natural to to get you on with us while we talk about music, because as I mentioned, none of us really make our own music, except in some rare cases, but we all love listening to it, and your music is no exception. In fact, it would it's probably a highlight of my Spotify listening. <laughs> well, I appreciate it so much, and I'm so excited to join this conversation with you guys. Amazing. So we've actually got a couple questions here and there that we'd like to talk to you. Of course, we have our own little stories. You're also welcome to share any fun stories you've got. But the first question um, that we want to ask for you is just, what is your inspiration when you're making music? What are you going for? What do you want? So when I'm making music, I'm mainly, honestly, just trying to get people to bop their heads, kind of like what you were saying. Um, a, lot of, a lot of artists that I know, uh, including my best friend, AJ, mm-hmm. who I've released music with in the past, um, he he focuses a lot on storytelling and a lot on like his lyricism. Whereas when I'm writing a song, I'm literally just kind of putting stuff together until it just makes me just move. Yeah. And I just, I just want other people to just like feel like they can escape through my music and not worry about their problems because they can just like put some headphones on and just dance around for like two minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um is definitely attained with each song. Well, I'm so glad you think so. Absolutely. That is perfect. So, yeah, okay, that's great stuff. So I was thinking then what we could all do, not necessarily in order, just maybe talk about um, all just share, as I said, like your inspirations. Are there any artists who inspire you a lot? Because then we can all share our favorite artists or bands or whatnot. Little bit of that for sure um i think i would say the the two the two first artists that i found that or started listening to that weren't just on like the mainstream radio you know the first <laughs> artists that i kind of discovered on my own were um capital cities and darwin d's all right you probably unless you have like found him on the internet haven't listened to darwin d's but capital cities has that one you know like radio hit safe and sound if anyone remembers that yeah yes love that one yeah so they were just i found them when i was like in middle school and i would just like get on my skateboard at night and sneak out of my house and just like put my headphones on and listen to that capital cities album and it just like was such an escape for me and i'm just kind of trying to do the same thing with my music just just a way for you to just kind of i don't know like enter a new world and 
not think about your worries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is really cool. Yeah, I, I can remember. I have many vivid memories. I think one from driving home from camp and hearing safe and sound and just being like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I never really got into music until my more recent years of life, but mm-hmm. I definitely, I can, I can imagine where the inspiration came from there. So if anyone else has an artist that they're just like aching to talk about, speak now forever hold your peace. I know <laughs> some of us have strong opinions. Mm-hmm. Just one little tidbit. I can remember the song Safe and Sound, but Yellow Rose is stuck in my head so hard right now. It's yes. just safe and sound to the tune of Yellow Rose. <laughs> you safe can be sound. my safe and sound. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going through my head right now. That is beautiful. So, Brody, hey, if, if, if you've got the mic, you can share your favorite artist if you like. I've got the mic. Uh, I don't think this is going to come as a surprise to anyone, uh, but my favorite artist uh, is the the brother trio AJR. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think they're really indie anymore. They've kind of blown up over the past year, but they're just kind of known for alternative stuff. And I really like their lyrics and how every song kind of makes me feel something, at least. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Anyone share next? Yeah. Right on. Um, uh, this also doesn't come as a surprise. I've talked about them a lot in the past, but I love Paramore. Yes. They've had a few hits, like, over the years. Um, like, Ain't It Fun, Still Into You, That's What You Get. The list goes on. But I feel like their progression and growth you can really hear from all of their albums, and that's what I love about them. Like, just watching the band kind of grow, because, like, their first album was released when the members were all teenagers. and Like, also, just, like, kind of the cynical nature of some of the older albums. I When I started listening to them, I was like, oh, yeah, I can relate to this. I'm emo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I honestly just think they're great. Right on. Wonderful. Heck yeah. All right, anybody next? Yes. Oh um, gosh, I know what's coming. Go oh no, it. oh no. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> not a surprise to anyone because I talk about it 24-7. My favorite band is the Front Bottoms, and, uh, and they're not really that. They're not that well known, but they're definitely they're definitely not underground. Uh, they've definitely become like more mainstream. I think they classify themselves as an alternative band, but I describe them more as like folk punk, which is wonderful. Um, but I I found them in like grade five from a Warrior Cat animated music video. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is it. This is the best. And I just, I love their lyrics and I love the meanings behind all their songs. And I think Brian Sella has a very unique voice. And uh, I like it a lot. So yeah, I could talk about them for hours, but I won't. Yeah, I could too, because Aaron really got me addicted yeah, to them. They're ghost, probably like my second favorite. Ghost stream in sickness and in flames. <laughs> You're really here. Pardon? Oh, I just said I might I might actually have to because all this hype is getting it's so good. Yeah. Real good stuff. Wait. I can give you just a tier list of all their songs best to worst. We'll <laughs> save that for um bonus bonus content for later. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I have I have a an indie music suggestion for you guys that I thought of. Oh, absolutely, go for it. So this artist is really small. They only have like, um, I don't know, like forty thousand monthly listeners or something like that. Um, or actually two two suggestions because they both have this about the same amount of listeners, still more than me, but less to where you probably might not have heard of them before. But the first is this guy named Austin Yo, like A-U-S-T-E-N-Y-O. And if you like my music, then you will like his music so much because I'm just literally trying to copy his sound. <laughs> like, I just love the way his music sounds. It's so dancey and carefree. And then my other suggestion is Bonsai Florist, B-A-N-Z-A-I Florist. And he is the guy that mixes and masters all my songs. Ooh. Oh, and his songs are just crazy. Like I am, I have no idea how this guy hasn't like blown up yet because his songs are so good. They're so like professional sounding and just like just so good. I just highly recommend both of those artists for sure. Right. So if you're listening to this from Sean's fan base, then you're getting the recommendations from the legend himself. So <laughs> I think as we do, then these are recommendations to listen to. All right, I guess I'm up next. Go for it, Ren. So my music taste has changed so much over the years, but one thing has stayed consistent. It's all rock and it's all slightly edgy. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, my original <laughs> favorite band was at one point Three Days Grace. Not anymore. Just found new music. And I've hopped between like people like Corpse and like a whole bunch of others. But my current one is uh, a band called Citizen Soldier. Oh, yeah. And I listened to it thinking it was just like good music. And then I paid attention to the lyrics and was like, oh, this is so sad. Oh, my God. And I fall asleep to this. I don't know how. <laughs> Every I night, fall asleep. Yeah. Two songs about very dark topics somehow. And yet you're a light of joy in all of our lives. So sometimes. <laughs> no, always. I'll pass the torch to whoever's next. Uh, I have something to add in, actually. Oh, because... actually, sorry. We've already heard your thoughts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have... yeah your, your your opinion uh, has no value. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm retiring from the podcast. Okay, well, but if, Aaron, if you have a handsome twin who wants to share, that works. Oh, yeah. Um. Hey, guys, my name's Darren. And, uh... Hey, Darren. Hey. Uh, but we were on the topic of small artists. There's actually a, a very a small band that I know that I'd, uh... I think you guys would really like, and they're actually a local band uh, where we live, but uh, their name is Monic, uh, spelled M-O-N-A-C-H, and it's funny because uh, they're like an indie alternative band, and I actually did listen to a few of their songs like a few years ago, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. Downloaded a few of them, found out later um, one of the lead members of the band is my boyfriend's brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. um, but yeah they're really they're like they're really underground and they're they're super great they ha they haven't been like playing at all because of covid obviously but i think you guys would definitely like their music it's very lo-fi very nice uh yeah. lyrics 
wonderful. As we're going along, we'll have these recommendations listed somewhere, wherever um description, wherever yes. our hands editor wants to put them. Yes. <laughs> Does anyone else have others before I inevitably go off about Lil Nas X? <laughs> Roll for it. Okay. All right. In that case, I'm just gonna say it. I love Lil Nas. I'm not wearing it right now, but I do own a Lil Nas X Old Town Road Old Town Road T-shirt, which I love to pieces because I I just <laughs> Lil Nas X. I have like a top five, which I'm not just saying this because he's here right now, but Sean, you're on the top five. Stop. I have a really here and there taste of music because there's like Nas who I love to death with just his insane, crazy big bops. And I love Sean's bedroom pop. And then I love Rex or County who just plays like feel good music all over the place. I also love Dominic Fike, who's a bit edgier than you'd expect out of me, but doesn't matter. I'm just going to talk about Nas because I love him because his music, I, I just love how every time he drops something big, it's it's so unique and different and his creativity with his music videos is just insane. I, I could go on a tangent about my analysis of the Lil Nas X cinematic universe, but I'm going <laughs> to okay. save, save that because we have other questions, but I, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm the only one who um, very much loves Lil Nas and he actually, at the time of recording this, is dropping a new song soon, and I've been waiting album for like a year and a half, so I'm very excited. Everything he drops is just like earth-shattering, like it always causes such a rift, yes. you know? Like, yeah. Old Town Road was crazy. I worked at a daycare when that song got popular, and yeah. I swear, every single day, like five times a shift, I would we be playing like the Old Town Road Kids Bop video for them. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and now with Montero, "Call Me by Your Name," it just caused such like a huge controversy. Oh, oh yeah, we had our talks about that because we thought it was. I think we all kind of agreed that it was hilarious how mad people were getting. Yeah. Yes. Um, and oh, he's, he's, just like, he's literally just having a great time. He's like, I don't care what y'all are saying. Oh, you know? he loves the controversy. It's great. Yeah, he's just stirring the pot. I love what he's doing, too. Like, I love he's, it. He's just doing what he's doing. And, um, he's doing it like no one else can. Because I, I don't think I ever would have expected him to write a song about rejecting Christian stereotypes by giving Satan a lap dance. Where he yeah. so Satan. It, that's just, like, iconic. So iconic. Yeah. Oh, I just... I, I could go on, especially about that Lil Nas, Lil Nas Cinematic Universe, which... <laughs> but if you comment down below, just kidding. But if nobody else has any other big artists that they really look up to, that um, I could kind of segue from that tangent about why I love Nas into our next question for you, Sean. Okay, I'm ready. Actually, I don't think I'll ask. I think, I think Brody can ask it if he'd like to. Oh my goodness. Uh yes. Let me scroll up in the chat. Uh Sean, what what um what do you love about making music? What do I love about making music? Yeah. Huh. Um kind of like your favorite parts. I think. Hmm. I feel like I have a problem sometimes with um like starting something and not finishing it. You know, I think it may be like an ADHD thing, um, but I just very often will start something or like have an idea or a plan for something 
and then it'll just kind of fizzle out or I'll forget about it or I'll just get discouraged with it. But I feel like with making music, it's like, okay, I like I can bust out a whole song if I'm like if I'm really feeling it, you know, if I'm liking what I'm doing, it goes by so quickly and I can just make a whole song in like, you know, an hour or something and then I'm like I did it. I had an idea for something. I started it and I finished it. And now it's a here and it's a thing and like people can enjoy it. So I think just literally the the like concept of me creating something and like finishing it and putting it out there for people to enjoy. Hmm. And like I can't go back and like edit it, you know, after it's been out. Ow. It's just like out. And I'm like, I just have to accept that. And accept that, like, mm -hmm. people are either going to like it or they're not going to like it. And it's kind of just, like, liberating to just <clears throat> make something and just put it out. And it's like, okay, let's see. Like, let's yeah. see what people think. That's a great... Yeah, absolutely. That's, That's like, a, just an amazing uh, artistic outlet. Exactly. And, that's a, and I'm actually so glad that that happened to be your answer because that is a perfect segue because that is a feeling I think a lot of us, myself especially, can emphasize with. <laughs> I can't speak if you didn't know. <laughs> is that, um, like, if you didn't know already, here at Team Code Red, we also do a bunch of other things, such as comics. And our first one dropped um, about a month ago. Yes. And that is a project that I had in my mind for a little under a decade. But I could never get anywhere until I had this amazing team. And so working on it with them and getting it out was, like, I felt that exact same way. But that's not the reason I brought it up entirely. It's also because I just wanted to say, if you're listening to this now, whether you're, you're one of our listeners and you think Sean's really cool, or you're one of Sean's fans, and maybe you think we're maybe a bit cool, then if you check out our book, Warhead, um, keep an eye out because they may or may not actually have a special guest cameo in it. Ooh. Stay tuned. <laughs> I I would say I cannot confirm or deny, but I can confirm. Because <laughs> we can confirm. It's real. I all deny. They look just how you see them on the screen here with that iconic jacket. <laughs> or that it's I can promise it's there. I'm literally a cartoon character in real life. Like I'm I'm wearing that outfit right now, and I always am. <laughs> I, I wear the same outfit every day. I don't know what it is. Just... Getty was so popular is that they made him into real life. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know you've made it big. <laughs> if I can just circle back to what you love about making music. So yeah. I think I've definitely hammered into the ground. None of us actually have any like major talents of making music, but thanks to it's just something I'm sure you've experienced too. We've all had to do music, whether it be for like band classes or whatnot. Uh -huh. So now we could all just share some fun little stories we have from those um, yeah. forceful encounters with music. Uh, okay. If anyone would like to start, Sean, honestly, if you want to talk about any school experiences that like influence your love for music, you can start us off. Um. Well. Okay, I'll just I'll just share a small like anecdote because I want to hear what you guys have to say. But I will say that. It's just kind of funny because I used to be like, I used to have such big stage fright and I did not like, you know, like all the eyes being on me mm -hmm. and or just like the idea of performing or singing in front of people or just being in front of a group of people just made me like sick to my stomach. 
and but I still like to sing so I was in choir from like third grade you know on and in middle school my choir teacher was like you should audition for the show choir and I was like no thank you (laughs) I'm good (laughs) no red heart Um, but she pretty much called my mom and while I was like eating dinner with my mom one night my mom was like hey your choir teacher called me and told me that you should be in the show choir so you're gonna you're gonna do it oh, and I was like damn. so I was I pretty much got forced into it really against my will I reluctantly show up and then I just like fell in love and I thought it was so fun to just like sing and dance with people and just perform awesome and yeah I was so pretty much I was forced into it and ended up falling in love with it right on if um if i may i actually was also in choir for a good chunk of my life um and i'm gonna be honest i hope my i don't know i hope my choir friends aren't listening to this i only joined it because my grandparents promised that they'd give me uh, a higher allowance if i did it oh my gosh <laughs> no interesting i think like when i was like six i loved the wiggles growing up and so because of them i made this little song called like happy days and like i filmed myself singing it on my trampoline or something. but other than that i never had interest in singing when i was little but my grandparents were like you're gonna join the children's choir i'm like what oh no. and they're like we'll give you three dollars i'm like okay <laughs> yeah. that sounds like a deal that became a thing for seven years up until my voice finally broke and it, it also it wasn't that bad it was a church choir so it wasn't like we were singing party rock anthem i don't know why that was <laughs> Um, <laughs> LMFAO is always the only thing on my mind. Yeah, just singing that in the choir halls, right? But it was good because at the start of every year we'd have an ice cream party, and my favorite year was when I had to have a very big dental surgery, and so I had I got to miss school that day. It was the start of the choir year, but I I, I decided I wouldn't go to school. My grandparents were like, "Yep, don't go to school. Your mouth hurts." But they're like, "But you will go to choir, right?" I'm like, oh, "Okay." And so I went to choir, even though I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't even talk. I, <laughs> I could not speak words. And then I just went to choir anyway. And I struggled to eat the ice cream afterwards. But it was a, it was, it was a pretty decent seven years. I made a lot of really good friends. But singing um, has kind of faded out. It's not, not a huge talent of mine, but not something, not something I'd say I'm necessarily bad at. Just, I can't do it like you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, but no, I, I honestly feel like everybody is like a better singer than they think they are, you know? Yeah. I, f- I feel like a majority of the population is like, oh, no, I can't sing or I can't dance. And it's like, okay, but when you do it, it's not that bad, you know? True. I mean, sometimes I'll like sing to myself and I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. In general, I just, um, I'm, I think I'm, I belong more in the visual arts for sure. Yes. And, and that is valid. Yeah. So if um, anyone else wants to take it away, Jill? Yeah. Uh, I guess first I'll do my little background. Okay. Okay. So I can kind of play guitar. I took classes in like grade 10, grade 11, and grade 12, which we'll get to in a second. I also sing for fun, but don't do anything with it. But... Is my turn now? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, in grade nine, I took band class. That was pretty much my first experience with music. I played the flute, 
I also played the bassoon for a short period of time, but it broke, so I went back to the flute. Um, and then in grade, in grade 12, I was in the same class as Ren, but it was like a weird guitar and violin class because they had to merge it. I think there was like 11 people per class and they didn't have enough so they had to like slap it together. Yeah. Also, this is quarantine class, meaning it's all in one month. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn two instruments with very different things in a month. Yeah. And then play them. It was so difficult because like you had to like pretty much learn an instrument within like a week to be able to play your first like test mm-hmm. song and even worse for me i can't read sheet music i can read guitar tab sheet music is like reading german i can't do it mm-hmm. i could probably yeah. learn but it would take me years um <laughs> it's like cuz all way- my other my other guitar teacher for like the two years prior did tab because it's the most practical for someone who's just playing guitar fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the teacher that we had, it was a different teacher. Um, he was kind of in the mindset of like everybody in that class was like thinking about a, a career in music. Yeah. But like, no, no, music's cool, but like that's that's not no. really I wanna do this for fun. Yeah, I for me, overall, of all instruments, if I were to do a career with it, vocals would be a much easier option than guitar or violin. If I ever have to try to play a violin again, or play, or have to sit in a room with, like, 30 people struggling to play the violin, it'll be too soon. I, if I had to do that, I would probably cut my ears off. In that class, the way it was, like, the way it happened, our first period okay, was no. guitar. And then our second was violin. I would constantly have to leave the room because, like, I already have, like, some sensory issues. Like, the sounds of the violin was driving me nuts to the point where I had to get, like, little, like, earplugs just to be able to sit in the room and, like, do my work. It was, it was awful. I hated it. Screeching. It was just awful. Mm -hmm. And also, I sat in front of redacted people. I was on yeah. the I was on the side of the room where all the people who knew music was on because I took two guitar classes. Mm-hmm. So my expectations were slightly raised, and all the people around me were good at music. Yeah, Which Ren means... Ren and I were like separated on the opposite sides of the room, so like that kind of sucked. Yeah, it was it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> it was just high pitched screeching and just. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Coming from like all sides. It was just everywhere. I think that was the only class in all of the COVID times that made me want to die. <laughs> or commit That's uninstall fair. life. I've only had one. <laughs> I have only had one. Thank okay. God. To, to be fair though, Brody, you've been doing like the more like high level like academic classes, yeah. like the real hard stuff. Yeah, you're smart. Uh, as I like to call them, the poopy classes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're smart, we ain't. You're our poop master. <laughs> uh, well then. <laughs> <laughs>
Gee, see. Why would you do Continue. <laughs> um, if you guys, yeah. Uh, is there more to that, or can the next speaker speak? Whoever that I believe be. that's it. Yeah, All that's right. pretty much it. Oh goodness, is it my turn or Faith's turn? I believe Faith. Yeah. Quick. Okay. Okay. I promise mine's gonna be really quick. Okay. So here's the thing. I was in guitar class for a week. Um, grade 11, because I dropped out. Now, here's why. It's not that I don't love guitar. Okay, I do. I have an electric guitar, hence why I took the class, because I wanted to learn. Um, but I had never taken any kind of class beforehand, so I got put into a grade 10-level course guitar class. Here's the other issue. I am also tone deaf. Yeah. Um, and trying to learn how to play guitar myself with 20 other students trying to learn how to play guitar in one room was extremely difficult. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I ended up just dipping out of that class because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, and have been very slowly trying to learn on my own. But that's it. That's my story of... Uh, my failures. <laughs> you did your best. Yeah. And you do not need any formal lessons to be a good musician, I don't think. True. True. Yeah. So if you just, if you're able to just teach yourself something, that is something to be proud of. That is not anything to be, anything to scoff at. That's right. So Brody, did you say you had, you wanted um, to share a little bit? Uh, just a small little tidbit. Uh, much like you, Leaf, um, my my first experience with singing and all that was also in a church choir, uh, oh. and I wasn't particularly good at it. I remember my mom telling me about how one time we were performing, and I was up there with my uh, music sheet upside down. So clearly I wasn't good, but I was a cute small child. Um, but and then you my most recent musical endeavor... Uh, was in grade eight, and I I played the air flute. Oh, I I was in a, a small dance community. Some of you might happen to know, uh, and oh. I had no musical talent. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> some of you know what I'm talking about. It was I don't know if you know the, videos the app Video phone. Star. I'm I'm sure some of you probably had the app Video Star where you'd oh, yeah. put on songs and dance and lip sync to them. And that's kind of my musical ability, uh lip syncing to songs <laughs> sped up. Uh we we did songs by Perry Grip, such as Raining Tacos and Neon Pegasus. Those were all all great ones. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> yeah, so flutes. The air flute, that's about the extent of my musical ability up till now. And you know what? That, that's A-OK, -okay, I think. Yeah. Brody's dance videos, they're one of my favorite things in the they're entire so world. They're so good, one dude. One of it's my insane. least favorite things. That, that concludes my segment. Thank you. Beautiful. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. And Aaron, I think you wanted to say something next to Oh, day. yeah. My oh. musical past was a little more embarrassing. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, I've I've never been a music person. I've never taken a music class other than like the recorder, which you're forced to learn in fourth yeah. grade. The only instrument that I ever taught myself to play and still kind of know how to play is the ocarina. And the only reason I taught myself to play that was so I could play Legend of Zelda songs. Yeah. Um, 
but I've always been more of an art kid, but for a while, when I was a, a little itty-bitty child, I thought, you know what? No. I'm done with art. I'm gonna be a music person now, and it's gonna be great. And at the time, I was upset. This was like grade four or something. I was obsessed with the hit book series, Warrior Cats. And, oh. uh... <laughs> if, uh... <laughs> If you were in the Warrior Cat fandom at that time, you may have known that there was a very popular Warriors animator, and she had a YouTube series uh, called Epic Rap Battles of Warriors. Oh, no. And uh, I watched those, and I was like, this is it. This is the height of talent. This is incredible. <laughs> so I, one day, for like two months, I sat down, and I wrote my own, and I made about four of them. And then I went on to Premiere Pro, and I took the royalty-free rap music and my crappy little microphone on my Android phone, and I rapped with myself and made Warrior Cat rap battle <laughs> I forgot about that. And then I uploaded all of them on my Littlest Pet Shop YouTube channel, and uh, I was like, this is it, I'm gonna get big. And then, like, two months later, I came back to them, and they all had, like, ten views, and I watched them again, and I was like, wow, this is the worst thing ever. I'm going back to art. And then I never tried singing again. That's a... <laughs> that's, that's my villain- that's my villain origin story. I want to thank you for being so brave to share that with us. That takes real courage. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds extremely embarrassing. One day I'll find the videos again. Mark That's... my words. We'll use them as best of us have embarrassing Patreon YouTube. exclusive. Yeah. History. I'm not sure if I want to see that or not. I don't I think we do either. I think we've all dabbled in <laughs> ridiculous childhood YouTube videos. No, no I had a fan page. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> have an, uh, do you have an example you want to share? I I definitely started making YouTube videos in fourth grade, and yeah. I had a whole series called Randomistic, where I was like, "Whoa, I'm random! Waffles, blah, unicorn." <laughs> and it was it is so 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 cringy, but I mean, kudos to fetus Sean because. They were still still putting stuff out there, still trying to create stuff. Do these but, videos oh. still exist? Well, actually, no, no comment. <laughs> they're they're all on private now. Oh man! But the old channel name and the channel name has been changed too. You could probably still search it, but the old channel name is the One Rainbow Zebra. <laughs> I thought I was so clever. I'm sorry. No, I just need to ask. Why didn't you make that your your name on Spotify? <laughs> the one rainbow zebra. It yeah. was a close, a close second. Close second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, that can't. That's not nearly as bad as LPS Sweet Like Sugar, which was the <laughs> little pet those shop. Videos were on. <laughs> little pet shop. I don't even want to anymore. <laughs> I think maybe we'll um maybe we'll circle back to actual music experiences because I know yeah. Ryan is like. Ryan's had the most experience in band classes out of all of us. Ryan's gone pro level. Eh, I mean, pro level, but still. Oh, our, our, our band, uh, the band uh, uh, back in Texas was fairly highly ranked. Um, but before that even, um, back in 
fifth, fourth grade, um, there was, I mean, there was the normal music class. We would learn to play recorder and whatever. Everybody's played the recorder, whatever. Um, fourth grade was when the, we, we, we learned like three, four different instruments, I think. We learned the clarinet, violin, trumpet, and was there a fourth one? I don't remember if there was a fourth one or not, but um, then in fifth grade we got to pick one of the, uh, we got to play in like a little mini band. So I got, I, I picked the, the, to play the trumpet and I enjoyed that. It was fun. Uh, it was, I think that's also bass class. Hey everyone, it's me, Future Ryan, here to tell you that past Ryan's an idiot. Trumpets actually play treble clef. I only really know it to read bass clef. I, I, I can translate from treble clef, but not fast enough to be able to just sight read treble. Um, but anyways, then moved to Texas, and um, when I tried to play trumpet in sixth grade, um, I wasn't there wasn't any open space that or it conflicted with my schedule so I had to pick a different instrument I picked tuba which I really enjoyed but I never got to play anything fun because it's tuba we have bass line and all the songs that we got were boring um most of the time I still enjoyed it though because every now and again we would get a cool thing but we were told to shut up because tubas aren't supposed to be loud which is unfortunate so it was, I played tuba all the way up to 10th grade, and then in high school, which is 11th, 9th, and 10th, we got to do marching band, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was a great experience. I, I really enjoyed it, even if, honestly, the, the band directors were kind, 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 of, kind of poopy. They weren't very nice. Um, but yeah, I came here, and um, I don't know, I think the... Because went to a different school for a little bit, and then for, for a whole week it was a Christian school. Didn't like it, but th that was about the same level as the the band back in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then in because of... oops. Oh, <laughs> Here in um generic school <laughs> we are in now because we don't have an actual real band band. Yeah. No. Like not a full scale one. It was at a lower level and was also not a B flat tuba, which is like a nice tuba. There are better ones, but I like B flat tuba. Also sousaphone. That was a lot of fun playing, though it killed my shoulder, but I get it. once you have it on your shoulder enough, it'll, it'll end up, you know, you'll end up becoming immune to it, or mostly immune to the pain. So yeah, <laughs> it was enjoyable. If nobody else has any of those band class experiences, I forgot to mention my time playing the trombone, which I can talk about if no one else has anything more pressing. <laughs> talk about the trombone. Okay, well, I played trombone. Thank you. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Simply brilliant. Okay. There was a bit more. It was middle school. It was we had mandatory band class and we had to get an instrument. If you didn't own one, they made you get one. You had to. And I, my, one of my uncles um played the trombone when he was younger and he actually I think yeah, his um when he, he did a lot of great things with that trombone, he was in a marching band. And I think 
he, him and his marching band, my grandpa told me once, they were they qualified for like this really big competition, but they they decided instead to go to Disneyland with the money they raised, which is pretty <laughs> funny. So, then they made the mistake of handing that trombone down to me, and I wasn't, I wasn't the greatest, I wasn't the worst, I was like, I guess I was one of the best out of my class. There were only five trombones, mind you, and so that's not too great. Because at the for an end of the year assembly, me and one other guy, we were asked to go upstage and play a little bit on the trombone, and it was um, it was something that's for sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could um, I could I could make noises out of it, that's for sure. And I think that's all there is to it. As soon as I got to grade nine, um, the trombone was respectfully put back in its case, and then I became a theater kid. So I saved myself. From becoming a um, band kid, so let's go. I was saved, but now I'm learning the ukulele, and by learning, I mean like I was doing a lesson series, and I haven't done my next lesson, and it's been like three months since I did the last one. But we're not gonna worry about that. Because, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, I can play the tune of "You Are My Sunshine," so that's all that matters. I have a pretty good uh, repertoire. So, does anybody have anything else? Because if not, then I think we can move onward. Uh, I just have one quick thing. I remembered um, my third grade teacher would um, play the hand chimes with us sometimes. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I just oh, I remember that. I do remember a thing. Go for it, Ren. Oh. Uh, both, okay, so both me and Faith went to the same middle school in the like, later years. Yeah. Uh, tiny school. But I remembered something about our music teacher in, I believe, 8th grade? Oh, yeah! This dude has a YouTube channel. Oh. Um, and he had, like, a video on it that he showed, like, the entire class of him. It was basically just your Canadian childhood summed up in, like, 10 minutes, and it's just him doing a cover of, like, parts of a whole bunch of different, like, Canadian childhood cartoons. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. Also, like, other, other covers and stuff like that. He did musical he covers. He wrote a musical. He did, yeah. He wrote his own musical, and both me and Faith went to see it. Yeah! Oh, hey. Oh, very cool. That's a, if, you, if you're curious, um, most of us at TCR, and um, Giddy has also, as I think I mentioned, has had some musical experience. We have an episode of our podcast coming out soon where we talk about our experiences with musical theater, so get ready for that one. <laughs> That's it. That's all. All right. I guess that was pretty good timing then. Is anybody else is anybody else getting some final memories popping back in, or do we wanna move on to the next question for Sean? Let's go for it. All right. In that case, Sean, the last question that we prepared for you, um, Kind of thinking back about all these experiences with playing music, we kind of talked about our early experiences. Would would you mind to share like your whole journey with starting out small and then becoming like an actual big Spotify artist? Sure. I mean, I would not, I would not at all say that I'm a big Spotify artist. You're big in our heart. Um, well, thank you. That's all that matters. Um, I mean, yeah, even just the fact that just a few of you listen to my music and enjoy it, that is more than enough for me. Um, so 
what was the question? How did I get started making music? Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't realize you were. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, so pretty much whenever we were in, whenever I was in high school, my school district, I guess, got some fund or something. I don't know where this money came from. And it definitely could have been spent on better things. But we all got iPads. We all just literally got like school issued iPads. Um, and I feel like everyone just like played games on their iPads during class. So it was definitely a bad idea. But on the iPad was the GarageBand app. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> me and AJ kind of would just mess around and mess around on GarageBand. And I would, I would like, make these songs that man if i if i go back and listen to them now it's like they're so so awful and cringy but uh, you know you gotta you gotta start somewhere like you're not always just gonna pick up a new hobby and be good at it so i definitely just started making little songs on there and just kept making them and making them and making them and making them and I didn't show anybody. I just showed maybe like my close friend. But, and then me and AJ kind of started, um, we started messing around in the practice rooms at school because we were both in choir and theater as well. And after school, we would just kind of go into a practice room and I would play the piano and we'd play this game called um, Adjective Noun, okay. which is just like I'd sit at the piano and I would either give one to him or we'd come up with one together or if someone was in the room watching us we'd ask them for one adjective and one noun and like crooked smile for example that was one that we had and we like so we started writing a song like improving about crooked smile and then that song kind of escalated and we were like we should just like make a musical like about this song like we should expand make more songs like this and make a musical so me and aj started working on this musical together um called jokes on you and it was about like a comedian like a really like kind of failing comedian um and that kind of fell through it was like in hindsight it was very big project for just the two of us mm -hmm. to do with like no experience writing anything really um but it was super fun and me and aj just kept kind of writing stuff together and then we went off to college and he actually goes to ut austin and i went to oklahoma city university right. so we're pretty far away and we or at least i was like really sad about that because we're kind of like you know creative like soulmates is what we like how we like refer to each other like we just kind of we are just like always like on the same wavelength when we're working on creative things um whether it's like writing a song or like having a funny idea for a video or something so uh we yeah, we moved farther away from each other and had to kind of, or we just kind of decided we were going to 
focus on kind of honing our own skills until we kind of met back up, you know? And so I still just kind of started, um, or I just continued, I mean, just kind of making random songs and beats on GarageBand. But since I had to, since I graduated high school, I unfortunately had to give back my school-issued iPad. So (laughs) then I started just using my phone. um, And... So I just kind of was making music and I was like, you know, what if I just like released it? Like, like, what if I just put it out on Spotify? Um, I was like, I feel like I'm, these songs are getting better. You know, I feel like I enjoy listening to them. So maybe other people will too. Yeah. And, and so I just, I, I released, um, I released an EP, a six song EP in uh or in my freshman year of college called i made these songs on my phone and you might not have heard of it because it's it's under a different like artist name it's not under getty oh i think i actually i think one time i, I was looking through your discography uh-huh. i i did find those under the different yeah name. yeah because so, i think it was the getty getty radio yeah i put some of them on getty radio playlist Mm-hmm. but it, it it was called good vibes only club i thought it was such a good name at the time um <laughs> but eventually i was like wait this name is so silly um but yeah i just started releasing music under good vibes only club and i if i go back and listen to those it is still like really cringy even though that was only like a few years ago, you know, but yeah. I, I just think with every release I have had every song that I've written, it's gotten better and just more like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm more proud of everything that I release. So that's, that's always a good yeah. sign. Right. Right. And oh, after I, I got to a certain point, I was like, wait a second. I think that now my music is, has is in a much like higher place than it was when I started releasing songs, so that's when I was like, I think I kind of want to separate it um, from you know this other like I made these songs on my phone songs, um, just because I feel like I maybe don't want people to associate it with those anymore. I want to start a new uh, kind of a new chapter. So then I just started releasing music under Getty because I was like. I got tired of Good Vibes Only Club, but I'm probably not going to get tired of my last name because I'm stuck with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I just started releasing music under Getty and pretty much like nobody was listening to it still. Um, just kind of like my friends and maybe some other random people that had discovered it somehow. But um, when I started you know, posting like Instagram reels and started getting followers on there, um, then that really like gave me a, a an audience or at least a place, a platform to be like, hey, y'all, like, here's a song. I released a song. And uh, the way the Spotify algorithm works is like the more people that stream and save your song when it's like when it first drops, then the Spotify algorithm will push it out to other people on playlists like Release Radar and Discover Weekly. 
And so uh, Yellow Rose was the first track that I released um, after like gaining all of these followers on Instagram. And so because so many people streamed it when it first dropped, then it actually got on people's release radar and Discover Weekly playlists. And so I actually uh, got up to like 10,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Um, and so that was really, really awesome and really like a, a huge like feat for me because just last year I had been saying like, oh, if only I can just get to a thousand monthly listeners, like I'll feel like a real artist if I can just get to a thousand monthly listeners. And then boom, in like January, I hit 10,000. Wow. So that was really, really exciting for me. And it has kind of died down, you know, the hype of like Yellow Rose. Um, but I'm still sitting at a really solid like 4,500 monthly yeah. listeners, like I said earlier. So I'm I'm really stoked and I I wish I could go back, you know, to my past self and just encourage myself and be like, keep going, keep going, because people are going to listen. They're going to find it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned Yellow Roses when you got a lot of following and I'd I had found your I had found your content like your reels like maybe like a month or so a couple months before you dropped Yellow Rose and so like I was uh-huh. already content and I was like this person is amazing this this person is so legendary and then you and then you drop Yellow Rose um it was it was around Christmas wasn't it right yeah it was on Christmas yeah and I just remember listening to it on like I think it was yeah it was on Christmas Day and I was like my head was like almost bopping out of the socket because it was incredible. <laughs> It was well. That that's the goal. So thank you. Absolutely. And then from there, I had to, I had to share everywhere I possibly could. Every time, I think when you dropped the next on shooting stars, I, I just in all my Discord servers I was like, guys, listen to this. Listen to this. I really appreciate that Can so confirm. much. Can confirm. <laughs> I was. It is. It it really is hard to get people to listen to your music if you're not like. Yeah an industry plant honestly right Absolutely. like not one not everyone can be like sorry for bringing back up but Lil Nas X like right Road just became a TikTok trend and that's yeah. so popular yeah. just because of that and like I remember reading like he he wanted to club with Billy Ray but Billy was like what no who are you and then like Old Town Road like soared up and Billy was like all right bet <laughs> <laughs> like is yeah if only if only it was uh if everyone could be that lucky but you're just gonna right. you're gonna go your own way but one day you're gonna get up there and i hope everyone will be able to hear just how much fun your sounds are i really appreciate that and i hope that you're right we're manifesting here okay. oh yeah yes oh yeah is there anything else you'd like to add to that or shall we move on i think we're good i don't know if brody had a question or something yeah. or did you have a question? yeah uh I, I had a question. I was just kind of wondering how you structure your songs because I was listening to Dopamine, Disconnected, and Romeo plus Juliet, and I was just wondering if you like structure the songs around those samples at the start, or if you have an idea in your head and find samples that like make sense with it. That is true. Those three songs do all start kind of similar with like a a sample of like a a text to speech kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also kind of have that same thing at the end of No Pressure, too. Um, mm. But I I don't know. I think for Disconnected, that was a case where I kind of started the song 
and then that beginning part like where the synth is like i was like that kind of sounds like a dial tone for a phone and so i just kind of jokingly put the like we're sorry your connection's been disconnected or whatever i kind of just jokingly put that in there um and showed my dad and he thought it was funny and but then i was like wait a second maybe i can just make the song around it being disconnected yeah um so that's how that one yeah came. totally worked out oh yeah that's one of my <laughs> favorites you. oh thank you disconnect is one of my favorites too i think it's underrated to be honest so good well um yeah. but mostly like with the uh other ones i feel like if there's a kind of a silly or quirky sample like that i usually put it in after um like dopamine i had written all of dopamine and then put in that little intro and with romeo and juliet i kind of just uh i made the whole song and then i was like this is a cool like lo-fi track what do most lo-fi tracks have some kind of like vintage uh movie line at the beginning and so i just looked up online like i found this like website with a bunch of like free to use or i guess i hope so they're free to use because i use it (laughs) but these just like vintage recordings from old movies and stuff and i just found one that one that was talking about um uh, romeo and juliet and i thought i was like oh that's cute like if you know I, i call the song romeo and juliet so yeah that's definitely where the name came from too just from a random sample i found yeah, that's cool. That's I like how you like really just make them work with the song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was a great question from Brody. Very nice question. Yes. I, I, I love questions. You. I will answer all the questions. So we are actually coming up to that little surprise segment that we are. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. But if anyone, if we want to get other questions out of the way now, though sean how they make their amazing music that that'd be a good uh little cool name before we get into the little little extra bit so i guess asking their uh favorite cereal wouldn't be pertinent information no that's that's pertinent <laughs> Getty, uh, what's your favorite cereal man i i think i've been i've been eating a lot of just like kind of honey oat cereal like <gasps> that kind like no crunchy way. crunchy honey that's oat type beat Let's go. That is my, that's my favorite too. I had a bowl Thank of God. honey bunches of oats last night uh, oh. around 12 p.m. Honey I had one of p.m. oats this morning. Literally had one this morning. So it was destiny that you asked this question. <laughs> it was. I don't know why I got so happy knowing that we have the same taste <laughs> in cereal. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. I think we talked about this before we started recording, but it's always been this joke between Brody and I that we've always thought that Getty looks like a fusion of him and myself because <laughs> Brody and Sean have very similar facial structures, but Getty's like Brody with my hair. And then if you think about it further, Brody's pronouns are he, him, and mine are they, them. And Sean, your pronouns are he, they, aren't they? He, yeah, he, him, and they, them. Exactly. So like, oh. kind of feels like there's a bit of cloning mishap going on here, but that's Ryan's yeah. story. Yeah, that's Ryan's department. Ah. If you're not aware, Ryan is infamous for his cloning machine. Yes. Oh, really? From the first episode of the podcast, you should go see. You guys should probably yeah, go listen yeah. to that right now. Or else. Or else. What? Oh, Whoa, I think they've got some stuff to listen to first there, bud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I think that's glad you said that, Brody, because that's a perfect segue. Because we we thought the next little surprise segment for you is this. We just wanted to share with you, Sean, everything that we love about your music, our favorites, and just like our favorite parts of your songs, just everything that we love about the music you put out. If anybody wants to lead off with their favorite songs, Hello. go. Okay, I will cry. I will start crying. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. All right, be prepared. Listen, I. I only recently started listening to your music like a few months ago. My favorites have to be uh, Yellow Rose and Disconnected. Uh, I've listened to those nonstop. But the thing I personally love about your music so much is that it's the type of music that when you're listening to it, it just like transports you somewhere else. Like you just feel like you're in the music and like, it's weird, but the best way I can describe your music is it feels like I'm listening to your music while I'm, like, talking to my friends on AIM on, like, my Windows 98 computer, <laughs> especially, like, disconnected and stuff like that. Yes. And uh, I just love that. I love that you can, you create this music that just, like, puts me into it and just makes me feel like I'm in a totally different state. And I think you're, like insanely talented for being able to do stuff like that especially the fact that you're just doing that on your phone it's insane yeah wow thank you so much that means so much to me yeah brody uh by any chance do you want to go next because i know you had you were sharing your favorites before i was i was just my cat was trying to hop onto my makeshift soundproofing so i have to toss him on the couch politely um cats love getty too confirmed that's bad. they do <laughs> i i really like all of your songs really but i'm jamming with uh shooting stars it makes me feel like exactly like aaron said it transports you for me a lot of your songs make me feel like roller skating because I've, I've only yes. been roller skating once um but it's just an amazing feel in like a roller arena um or roller rink it's just so vibey i love it great wow i love that so much oh, and it, it makes perfect sense considering yeah. the lyrics are skating in the summertime you know yeah and it's like uh, if yeah. i get cut in it's like it's either it's almost always either like you're roller skating and you're just like partying or you're like in a big city and like the rain and everything's like reflected in like the puddles of the streets and stuff and you're just like Ooh. running through it you know and it's like wow wonderful i love this imagery yeah i gotta agree it's really hard to pick a favorite but shooting stars whenever i'm out on my bike i don't get out on my skateboard too often anymore because it's not actually my skateboard but um when i'm out on my bike I, that's when i like to sing to myself the most because i can just sing out freely and I remember there was one night I was doing this really long ride throughout the town and like the sun was going down and I just had the, the chorus just skating in the summertime and it was just like I felt like I was floating like I was just like <laughs> and start playing I'm just like I'm ready to go I'm just I'm bouncing even if I'm in a bad mood I can never I can never listen to your music and not smile like that's just the effect well i am literally smiling ear to ear right now you guys are the sweetest this is like really really warming my heart i i, I can't stress enough like i hear a lot of good music because as i mentioned like i didn't really start getting into listening to music till high school but it's not often that like i'll hear a song and i'm like i need to write down the name and artist of the song because like the last time that happened was in like it was like two yeah two and a half years ago i heard one song it was 
three yeah. and Dominic Fike, and I was like, I love this song. And like mm. that happened in a long time. When I first listened to Yellow Rose, I was like, I love this. And you just kept that that momentum going to shooting stars. Oh my god. Incredible stuff. Just the I don't know how you do it, but the vibe that you carry through, just first of all with your vocals, for one thing, but just the, it something about the music, it's like it's addicting. Oh my gosh, guys, you gotta stop. I'm gonna explode. Yeah, just to interject a little bit on Leaf's thing. I yeah, I think Leaf might have sent you my reaction, my first reaction to listening to Shooting Stars, but it just had me smiling ear to ear. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had like quite a big reaction like that to a song. It was just so good. Like I remember when Brody sent me that because I told him about the song and then he, he sent me it and the that's enough to make a grown non-binary person cry because that's <laughs> That smile. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Like that is literally all I want in the world. That, like the reason I'm, um, I mean, I make it for myself, I guess, too, for my own enjoyment, um, and just self-expression. But it really is like a huge motivator to know that people are just like, like affected by anything that I'm making. That I'm that I can just like, you know, like fill some of the silence of your day with like sounds that I've made. And um, it just like, just hearing that you guys <laughs> listen to it and enjoy it is just like so, so amazing to me. I'm so grateful for all of you guys. Well, we are <laughs> super grateful for, for one, that like you make this music because as, as you clearly noticed, it's put so many smiles on our faces and had countless times we've got our music our music bot in our server while we're just chatting we jam out and like the the fact that you're here today with us yeah. also means an insane amount because it's like i was about to say the man behind the slaughter the man behind the music with <laughs> us it just it, it it's insane because your music seriously just it creates smiles i don't know how you can't yeah. no one could not smile while listening to it and it's just incredible I think I speak for everyone here when I say that we are so excited for um, what's coming next. Yes. I am stoked for you guys to hear it. Um, I have one song that is, you know, fully done and mixed and mastered that's unreleased. And I am just like, uh, it's so hard not to just release it because it is my, I think it is definitely the best thing I've ever made. I know I say it every time, but... I think I think this one is just like the best, like top tier Getty song so far. And I'm just kind of waiting until the album is done so I can use it as kind of a little, you know, momentum builder and promotion. Um, but I am so stoked for you guys to listen. Yeah. Oh any chance you give us like a little a little um can you tell us what to expect from this? Like what kind of what kind of vibes should we be preparing for? Um so a little bit of the inspiration was like a little bit of Daft Punk, honestly. Oh. Um, because uh, I'm glad you guys had that reaction. Um, because I just kind of had this crazy like Daft Punk phase earlier this year where I just, because um, I had known they're like popular songs, but then I really went in and just started listening to all their albums and I just got addicted to it and wouldn't listen to anything else. And so the song Around the World 
really was a bop for me and oh my god i loved how it was just the same lyrics over and over and over and over but you can't even tell because it's just such a bop and so that is the same with my or at least the song that i'm that i was just kind of teasing at um it's just the same lyrics over and over and over um it's called dreaming Ooh. Oh. Oh. name dropped it Ooh. yeah name drop um, yeah so the lyrics are um i don't really think i want to wake up today life is better when i'm dreaming of you anyway oh my oh my gosh and those lyrics just repeat the whole time and it is just it's it's the most dancey song i've ever or i'm ever gonna like release so far it is truly like the the drums bonsai florist the guy that mixes and masters he killed it on this one like the drums hit so hard Goodness, I, well, oh I, I wasn't even expecting a name drop. Are you kidding? <laughs> he got a surprise. He got a name drop and a jaw drop because, gosh darn, that <laughs> got me excited. I can only hope by the time this podcast is out that dreaming is almost here because, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can wait for this. Oh, well, Leaf, until then, we'll just be dreaming of it. Hey, hey nice. Hey. Oh no, you can't do this because I'm sorry I'm doing <laughs> Lil Nas X is dropping his album this summer. So if you're telling me I'm getting a Getty album and a Lil Nas X album, I, I might just not be able to take off my headphones for the whole summer. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You might as well just glue them onto your ears. Okay. <laughs> might get a bit sticky, but I can work with it. We're all going to have to learn sign language now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing that because I think you've just increased all of our hype levels exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. guys are just hyping me up. I got I got so excited. Yeah. Does anybody else have anything else like they want to say about Sean's music before we start to um roll down? Um... Uh, Sean, you're about to get the highest compliment. Your music is swag. No, oh, yes. Oh. I, I want you to know that that is a very high compliment for me because as of recently, I've started saying swag just like every other sentence. So I've tried to keep it yep. at a minimum during this podcast. But thank you for saying that. <laughs> Absolutely. Great stuff. Great stuff. And I've honestly, I've personally never heard Brody say the word swag like ever. So yeah. Wow. So it's extra yeah. special. Yeah. extra special well if no one else if no one else has anything else then we will i repeated myself there too much my bad we'll <laughs> start to wrap up but again like we got to give a huge thanks to sean and if you're listening to this um and you didn't already know about sean i hope that their presence here today was enough to hook you on them hook them to, your, to their um their music maybe we'll all just sing one of their songs as their outro <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> go check them out get that get that spotify listener count up there because they are amazing and Please. don't forget, all their socials will be linked check out their instagram and tiktok because their videos are some of the funniest stuff i've ever seen and getty also it's june now so happy pride month to everyone i think this is our first video out in june getty oh, is yay. an amazing an amazing person to look up to um in the lgbt community because Aww. i like Back before I came out as non-binary, like I saw their content and like I so much about them was similar to me. I could really resonate and see myself like 
as them. So I, I really looked up to them and they really helped me be comfortable. And they, I think they're just an amazing role model for anyone because they're just so funny and so friendly and their music, they're just like a positive influence on the world that I think more people need to know about. Well, now I'm crying. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't have a tissue, but uh, I have to use your shirt. Yeah. I'll give you an e-tissue. I just can't say enough nice things, but of yeah. course, we'll have our tickets. But seriously, if you haven't already, this is Mixed Code Red's word. Go check out Getty on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, because their content is amazing. They're such a great person. You will not regret it. Everything we've said here is from our hearts. Seriously, go check them out. They are just a legendary being, which shows by them being here, which first, like, I think that's the last thing that needs to be said is just a round of applause from all of us, Sean, for being here and sharing everything you did. I just... Thank you. (laughs) It was so awesome to be here and to talk to you guys and to just support you guys because I think... As, as much as you guys are hyping me up, I could hype you up even more. I am so inspired by you all. It is not even funny. Like, just whenever whenever Leaf started sharing uh, y'all's, y'all's work with the comic, to me, I was just blown away. And if, if you, whoever's listening, if you have not checked out Warhead yet, you have got to check it out. It is, it is the real deal. This is not some, <laughs> some like dinky little comic strip this is like a full series this is a full story and it is like i could i could see this comic or just this team and this whole like creative like being that is you guys i could really see this going somewhere if you just keep it up and just like just keep going because like when i was when i was y'all's age when i was in your shoes, I was not this far along. Like you guys are really, really like you're doing it. You're you're making stuff and you're putting it out for the world to see. And it is just so awesome. I'm so so proud of you guys. Thank you so much, Don. I'm gonna cry now. Make all of us cry. <laughs> Example A of just how amazing Sean is, because it, it's it's truly an honor to have you here. And thank you for saying all those nice things. It, it means a lot because I think we all we all definitely admire you. So hearing yes. those coming from you, everything you said means a whole lot. And we're not going to slow down. Um, we're working on, we should be pretty well into production on book two of our of our series with even more really fun projects coming out soon. So if, if you're here listening to this and you like us, get ready because we have so much that we are so excited to share. And I can only hope that maybe one day Getty will be back here to be part of it again sometime. Of course. I would love to collaborate with you guys in any way and oh. just keep supporting you guys throughout this journey. And you know, it's, it's, a, um, it's a mirror way where you support us. We're going to keep on supporting you. Cause oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everything you do, I think that's what the world needs, isn't it? Just creators supporting creators. And that's what we're going to keep doing. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. That's literally what TCR is about. It's about the 10 of us trying to make it big together so we can all thrive. And that's just, that's kind of our whole thing. We just want everyone to do their thing, be happy and get seen and recognized. So for sure, everyone here, even you at home, if you are an ambitious creator, let like, let everything Sean told you and what we're doing now, like 
don't ever hesitate. Just follow your dreams. Do what makes you happy. Because as long as you love what you're doing, that is something special and that deserves to be out in the world. Couldn't agree more. As Shia LaBeouf said it best, just do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nice. That's amazing. Does anyone else have anything else we'd like to say before we um close off for good? Uh, I know you plugged the the book, but should we plug a little bit of our other stuff? Go plug it all. It. Plug it all. All right, we we have our social media. Go follow at Team Code Red HQ and at Code Red Comics on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, go to Team Code Red HQ uh, on Google, and we also have a Patreon if you'd like. Uh, it's kind of like a you get a bunch of sneak peeks, uh, a few few extra tidbits, kind of like a goodie bag, if you will. Um, and just yeah. pay what you want. Yeah, exactly. And you know. You get exclusive content, and I hope you don't mind me putting you on blast like this, Sean, but Sean was actually one of our first patrons, which was, we were all flipping out. Like, we were all like, oh my god. <laughs> we, we were all, we were yeah. all in call for that whole day, because we had just put out the first part of Warhead, and we're like, this is the highest honor. Yeah. Well, I think that you guys are just going to keep growing and getting more supporters, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see how far you guys go. And I'm, I'm so excited to know that we're all going the same same way towards the bright future so as we go along mm-hmm. the trip we'll look over and see all the the insane things i know you're going to pull off with your music well i will always make sure to keep you all updated and to keep uh just to keep in touch i'm mm-hmm. i'm very mm-hmm. I'm very very um what am i trying to say i, I really just want to have like a community you know I don't want to just be disconnected, no pun intended, from my, from my audience. You know, I, I want us to all grow as a community and to, you know, elevate each other and keep each other going. So as far as I go, I will, I will definitely, you know, like, I'll always keep in touch and I will always support you guys. It's right back to you. Thank you so much. I guess without further ado, I think we will call it a night there. Awesome. First- Everyone listening, whether you already knew us or you came here from Sean, we hope wherever you came from, you're interested in the other side now. Thank you so much for listening, putting your time to listen to us just talk about music, get to know Sean. It means a lot that you took the time out of your day to listen to our videos, and we we hope you'll enjoy more of our content in the future. But even if this is all, thank you so much for giving us a shot and stopping by. It means so much. So please have yourself an amazing rest of your day and sending love from everyone here at Team Code Red, and of course from Getty. Take care. Peace out. Hey folks, are we on air?